Yeah. Yeah. Like that in unison. Welcome, welcome back to the Year Sports Show. It is your boy coming off of load management, big baby. The soul of the vibe. I'm I'm not the soul of R&B. Shut up. <laughs> I've been listening to R&B music all week. Let me rock. All right. Uh, for those who don't know, um, that's your boy BK Matt. He he, he found Ooh. some handy, so he's happy. Damn right. Got me some handy. I got some beer. Got me the Ciroc Peach. Feeling good. <laughs> Living life. I had to drive to Maryland to get it, but still. That's neither here nor there. Damn. Oh, yeah. So, baby, baby shower in December for Matt. Okay. Let me write that down. That's <laughs> what I said. I've been listening to R&B music all fucking Yo. week. Speaking oh, of R and B music, bro, have you y'all you guys heard the um the battle between Teddy Riley and Babyface? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna get right we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. We definitely gonna get into that that that's something I wanna talk about and laugh about with y'all. <laughs> um I know I know that's not sports related, but we're gonna make it sports related. Oh, no, we're gonna make it no, they they're gonna listen to what we got to say. But uh <laughs> um and and that was the living legend, one word, Larry Morgan, a.k.a. Morgatron. He's been here before. A.k.a. the modern-day Medjai, bro. <laughs> yeah. What I don't understand uh, is you've been here before. Why you did not warn us that Corona was going to be this fucking stupid? Because Larry not a snitch. I don't know. Right? Like they tell us <laughs> not to say too much, bro. They, right. But when we go back in time and shit, they tell us not to say too much, bro. I, I, yeah, I've already said too much already, so right. I got to so shut up. Man, if yeah. I knew it was going to be this bad when I got my income tax, I definitely would have loaded up on alcohol. <laughs> and the, and last but not least. When the queen, you so. win, they give it. It's the butterfly top that you chill. Oh, <laughs> but it it. Last but not least, again, the queen herself, Queen Tay, a.k.a. Queen Captain Falcon. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. My I mean, Dre, Dre, you going to cut him off? Or, uh, nah. Nah, oh, nah. Heard I'm, I'm, I'm laying <laughs> playing his own funeral. I'm, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm ask you, too. Hey, Tay. How you doing? What's up, bro? bro I'm my niece. She good. How's my nieces and nephew? They get on my goddamn nerve. I swear Thank to God. You. I found babies in my PlayStation 2. I'm feeling some type of goddamn way. That's low-key funny and kind of sad at the same time. <laughs> it's not funny at all. I literally just sat here and was panicked. You know how much, you know how hard it is to keep a fucking PlayStation 2 maintained? I still have one. Exactly. Wait, what? I don't, I don't do anything with it, but I still have one. A PS2. Yeah. I have the Silver oh. Star Wars edition. Oh, mm. nice. Oh, you yeah. a geek. Dope. You a geek geek. I didn't even know it. <laughs> so, yeah, how's, doing that one. how's everybody doing this week? Good. Oh, pretty good, bro. Wonderful yeah. episode last week, by the way, guys. Wonderful oh. episode. Oh, thank you. You were missed, bro. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Shout out, shout out to Wilkins. Yeah, shout out to Sir Wilkins. Shout out to Wilkins for filling in, you know? Yes. A.K.A. Yeah. Don Cheadle, the Haitian version. He's a way more professional host than I am. 
<laughs> I let y'all just, I let y'all just go wild. <laughs> he definitely did let us go wild too. Tavia almost choked, she almost choked shit out of everybody when we started talking about Michael Jordan. I don't know what that was about. I hate him oh, too. Yeah. Well, I actually want to start with that. So, um, yeah, hell yeah, why not? We saw, um, so last Sunday, um, not, not the Sunday before you listen to this, not, the, not, you know, not yesterday when you hear this, but, um, the Sunday before we got introduced to the first two episodes of The Last Dance. And I must, I must say, even the, 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 the prelude to the first episode, like, the, the, um, when they were showing it before the episode started, you can tell this was going to be some good shit. Like, mm-hmm. and I understood exactly what Tavia was saying about controlling the narrative with Michael yeah. Jordan. I understand completely. And here's when I did, because I'm going a little bit out of order. When you listen to the second, ep- when you watch the second episode in terms of talking about Scotty Pittman, right? Yeah. That's when I saw it. It was like, wait, Scotty's your boy. I know, you know, I know you're all about winning, but Scotty's your boy. You kind of throwing Scotty under the bus a little bit. Uh huh. How? But, but just in the in the interviews that he had given at that yeah. time, it was just, you know, and just even saying that how he handled it was unprofessional. I mean, I personally don't think how he handled it was unprofessional. You know, he was no. definitely getting shortchanged. This guy was like. Scotty was more it was just as synonymous as Jordan and just as effective as Jordan, I feel, Jordan, for the team. Jordan and he was a hundred and twenty Yeah, no. And Scottie? he was a hundred and twenty second in the, the the out of the what, how many in the league in payment. Right, That's like, ridiculous. That's that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, but that's all in the I'm alright, we're gonna play doubles advocate in a sense, right? Okay. Right. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. We, we're not gonna, we're not gonna stay away from that. But then you also gotta, you can't forget the point where he was told not to sign that contract because mm-hmm. it's a fucked up ass contract. And know your worth and don't, and I get it. It was a little scary because of his back. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not sure if the timeline's right. Tavia might know or Larry might know more than I would. But if I'm not mistaken, he had a back injury around that time that he did that deal. So it wasn't like a, it was, he signed it because it was guaranteed money. So no matter what happens to him, he was guaranteed that money. But he could not negotiate that deal if the back injury did not hinder him. You know what I'm saying? Like he played like he bought the fuck out. He was probably like the number two or number three player in the goddamn league at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, not at the time, but he grew to being like the number two or number three player at the time. When Jordan left, he was definitely like number two. But when Jordan came back, he might have been like number three. Might be number four no, behind No, 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 no. Don't no, no. think so? Before, like, look at look at how long it took for Jordan to get any type of, I would say, the Bulls as to get any type of pedigree. They, I guess Jordan was with the team for, what, seven seasons? Scotty was with the team for three. And yeah. when Scotty left, when Jordan left the league in 93, you had... Shaq coming up, you had Hakeem Olajuwon, you had Patrick Ewan, you had David Robinson, you had all these franchise players. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And even when Jordan left in 93, that was a time to put the franchise type of tag on Scotty. 
Yeah. I mean, granted, they didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. They got eliminated in the second round by the Knicks. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I feel like players should stick together with players. Players should not take the role or the side of owners, I feel. Because Especially. your players – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish, 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 finish. finish. No, because – I wasn't talking about – I, I wasn't gonna... talking about you. I was talking to somebody over here. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but, no, these are the people who you're on the court with. And the thing is, if the owner gets a chance to screw you over, they're going to take that chance. Definitely. She's definitely right. Yeah. But you know? My, but my whole thing is, I get what y'all were saying as far as the Jordan shit. Like, he could have he could have probably stepped up a little – more and and they could have took care of Scottie Pippen a lot better than they did because it's not right that he got he's the 122nd player salary in the league that's fucking stupid because again in my opinion I believe at that time Scottie was probably like number two number three in the league as far as the best players in that in, at that time I think the only one that was better than him was Jordan and fucking Hakeem that was it I mean I mean is is debatable you know because is a fucking Dominique Wilkins fan all the fucking Titan. But it, it's debatable. <laughs> it's debatable. But you really I really trying felt to like get smoke, no, uh, I'm just like, saying yeah. like, <laughs> like at, at that time it I, like, He was the best small forward in the league at that time. Definitely. You know nah, what I'm he's saying? A, he's a guard. He's definitely a guard though. But he was definitely more he was a he was like a two point five. He was more of a three. Who was Scotty? Scotty was yeah. a three. Scotty was, was a three. Was a three, sometimes four. To be honest, yeah, I think I say three because he 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 he's probably like number one in rebounds or something. Probably no, no, I'm but he was number one because... in rebounds, like number two in assists. Like yeah. he had the he had the number, he was number one points. in assists. He was number yeah. one. In assists. Yeah, that's for his not team. in the on, NBA on his team. On his uh, team, yeah. On the, on his team, he was number one, I believe, right? Yeah. And this, yes, on this team he was number one in assists, uh, steals, rebounds, number two in scoring, sixth highest paid player on this team, 122nd in the league. But uh, Larry, what do you think? What do you think about um, this? <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed the the episode. I think you, y'all seen the post I posted with um the uh, top <laughs> underpaid people. Teachers, nurses, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> so, dog. Like, number two on that team, I think he had to be about what? Num- uh, like the fifth, sixth best player in the league, and he's getting paid that little. But in any event, um, I see why he, he kind of held out in the 98 season. But, um, in any event, I was kind of surprised about Jerry Krause because I didn't know he was like, <laughs> And they said the episode. (laughs) They said the episode was gonna fucking air out and bury Michael Jordan. It kind of buried Jerry Krause. He's he's not here no more. But you know, so I mean, he's been getting buried for years. We didn't get to the Jordan part yet. They're just setting up the story. Because I remember, I think there was one point that he punched or slapped Steve Kerr in the face. Yes, he, Ooh, he knocked the fuck out of Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be a really good series. This is gonna be a series like to to write home about, man. I, I love, it. I enjoyed the first two episodes, and then what they got, um, 
well, by the time this this uh, show airs, it's gonna be Monday, and it happened already. But um, coming up is uh Dennis Rodman. That's a good gonna be a good episode, bro. So I mean, right, let's be clear. It, right. it is it is Dennis Rodman uh, next episode, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I don't, right, I, don't yeah. Need, I don't need this. I don't need this, this this documentary for me to not like Michael Jordan. I already don't like Jordan. I always sneak. Right. I didn't I feel. Let you. me tell you something. I like how I I felt when I first watched the documentary. It made me feel more affinity for Scotty. I didn't yeah. feel any type of affinity yeah. for Jordan. Okay, you know what? You were you were you were trying to show up your big brother. Okay, that's usual stuff. You know, Scotty really came from humble beginnings. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And he really and I guess he took that shows how predatory some of these contracts are. Because at the end of the day, you're a young, poor guy from the south, and you want this once in a lifetime opportunity to take care of your family in a way that nobody else can. So you so you mean to tell me that with his talent with six rings and everything, that he was he was worth what he got paid? Not at all. Not at all. You know, his sneakers didn't do well as Jordan's sneakers. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, his merch didn't do as well. You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, Scotty had sneakers? Yeah, Scotty yeah. had sneakers. I had Pippins. I had Pippins. Oh, yeah, yeah, Scotty had sneakers. I had a pair of Pippins, though. He had a pair of Pippins <laughs> that looked like uh, Jordan's, I think, um, I don't know what number. I think twelve or thirteen. He had a pair of Pippins that looked like Jordan's, like, like twelve, thirteen, like, like twelve. Like, yeah, like Space shit, Jams. Yeah, them shit was dope too, though. But like the sneakers weren't bad. It's just no one. If you weren't Jordan or Grant Hill in the late in the, like ninety five, ninety six, no one you, was buying or, your sneakers. Or Ewing, mm-hmm. either, like, nobody, or, nobody wore Ewing. Nobody wore Ewing. Wore People wore pennies. If it oh, wasn't, yeah. but if you think about it, it was Jordan. It was Grant Hill had a really big um, hit with Feli at the time. Okay. It was Grant Hill. Exactly. It was Ken Griffey Jr.'s was really popular at the time too. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then that was basically if you wasn't wearing those, you just wearing Tim's. <laughs> basically. Of course. Yeah, barely, barely. They, people were barely wearing forces. Mm. That was borderline bummy sneakers. Boy, do not say 90s. that. Do not say that. I'm, Listen, like, I don't understand. Those sneakers are uncomfortable as hell. So I don't get it. I had a pair. We called them uptowns back in the days. Yeah, they, they were so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. They were so uncomfortable. I don't know where this Air Force One like, nonsense came from, but during my time, time, they were called uptowns. You get what I'm saying? Oh, the actual name like, of the sneakers that. Uh, uh, forces Air Force One. Right, but we That's always cool. called them Uptowns because right. dudes from Harlem always wore them. That's yeah, how you can I, tell I, a dude I, from Harlem because he wore Uptowns. I thought they were just light skinned spirits. That's how I used to And it was hard, yeah, and it was hard to to break into the sneaker market because <laughs> colors came out every two months. Every month it was great. another. Yeah, it was like all right. He came out with the Carolina colors, the what, the Chicago huh? Bulls colors, the all black, the all white. So every other month you scrambling to get those, but getting back to the documentary, you get what I'm saying. I felt that it showed how good of a coach Phil Jackson was, how terrible of a teammate Jordan was, and how disgusting of a business person Kraus was. Yeah. Period. Like now, business person, or do you think he was just more of a jealous entity? Like I felt like he just wanted more credit than he than he got. 
Well, he and deserved the credit. He put the team together. He saved the, the, the team a lot. Of, he he should get the credit. You get to say he wasn't on the court with them, but at the end and of the day, that's he what put Jordan's that team together. Point was. Yeah, that's but the thing Jordan is, you can't was. you can't you can't say that and then talk shit about your 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 teammate. This is true. This you is can't true. say that. You can't this say that. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm gonna ride. For, I'm gonna ride for the soldiers that's on the field with me. I'm not gonna ride for the management. That's that right. that but, pays us to but, be there. But on All the right. same token, you're or not, player. You're, you're with a, the same token. Athletic. So if you were in his position, my my bad, Dre. If you was in his position and y'all looking to three peat again, and Scotty is basically saying like, "Fuck this shit," I'm gonna get my surgery in November, knowing that. The season starts in October, knowing he's going to be out till possibly end of December, going into January, and y'all are losing. And y'all are getting smacked by Golden State, who's the worst team in the league and, at the time. And he, the, the team, the team ain't showing him no loyalty. So why the hell should he jeopardize his potential future for them? Why? It's the, they, already, it's they already let them know. They already let them know that they was trading him at the end of the season, basically. So, so that's at the end of the day, that's yeah, but at the end, but then you still got your, you still got your, you still got your colleague, you still got your colleague basically it. shitting on you in the media. Right. So why play for a team that don't want you? Exactly. You already, mm-hmm. you're already established, you're already an established player, and wherever you go next, wherever you get traded next, I'm pretty sure they would restructure the contract for you, the one that you have, because, um. The owner of the team was like, yeah, well, once you leave this office, I don't want to hear anything about a contract. Granted, the owner also told Scotty not to sign the contract. Exactly. So it, 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 it's there or there, but you can't tell somebody who's come from nothing and who got who's getting some bread and who's looking out for his family, don't sign this. Because there's no guarantees. It's no, it, it's no guarantees. And if, I mean... If what Scotty did made you feel the way, remember what most of these NFL players do. These star NFL mm-hmm. players. Like Yeah, that's what they do. This is what they do. Like I won't play my man, I don't man. I won't play until week eight. Y'all think it's right. my four. man. Y'all y'all my four four. I'll be back. And this was a starving and a TV dinner. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, but at the end of it but at the end of the day when you look at it. He had to increase his marketability for the next team, and they already said that they weren't going to be, they weren't going to be renewing his contract. So what he gonna do? Sit there and, and potentially put his marketability on the ice for them after they treated him poorly, and they were coming off a championship. How you come off the, a championship and your morale is that low that you feel like you don't want to get on the court? I guess. Yeah, like it, it's that whole Bulls situation was just bad after that fifth championship, and even then with them getting rid of, rid of um, Phil at the, at the end of the year, talking about oh this is Phil's last year, no matter if we go eighty two wins or not, that just shows somebody who's trying to put their dick on the table and would be like, yo, this is, <laughs> this, is this is my shit. But you know it's crazy. The only other person, the only person who won championships after that was what Steve Kerr as a coach and mm-hmm. Phil Jackson with the Lakers. The Chicago Bulls they didn't win no more championships after that, so he kind of you know sealed the fate for them. 
as a team. And they didn't come across as a team to me either. No. They they didn't. It was individuals who knew how to play on the court together. Yeah. Like like and, and who all wanted one thing. Phil is the one that got really got them together as as a unit. So I, I can't wait to see the Robin one, even though we see a lot of Robin we've seen a lot of Robin stuff lately, even with um WWE <laughs> coming out with their um their untold. Which I think was was pretty good, but did y'all see the documentary on the, like what was it the thirty for thirty for with Robin? Because that was lit too. It took me yeah, a while to great. see it. I finally got to see it, and you almost forget his days in Detroit. Again, Rob Rodman was doing damage long before you know he got to to, to Chicago. So I don't think people. I think people forget how good and how instrumental Rodman was to that Bulls team. How instrumental he was to that Detroit team that that, that yeah. beat the Bulls. Like, yeah, basically, basically, Rodman's brand took over his athletic ability. When you thought right. of Rodman, you didn't think of him as the worm as the basketball player. You thought of him as the guy with the orange wig and the and the wedding mm-hmm. dress on, or the guy who married Carmen Electra. You get what I'm right. saying? Like, he had a really good run. A really good one. And this reminds me kind of of what's going on with Brady and um and Gronk in a yeah. way. Way to, tra- way to transition because uh, let's talk about some NFL. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about what everybody's talking about. The damn bad boys are back together and apparently Gronk passes physical, so it's really going to happen. Gronk and Brady in Tampa Bay. Again, with it Mike Evans, Mike Evans, with with Mike Evans, one of the best receivers in the league, mm-hmm. um, they, they drafted well in 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 the draft and got one they of the sure best O lines, uh, sure offensive linemen. So, again, what do you see from this Tampa Bay team? I'm gonna start with Larry over here. Oh man, um, I think they 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 drafted they drafted. What? Larry, your phone what happened, up. Larry? Your, your phone breaking up. Oh, huh? You hear me? Now we, now we do. You hear me? All right. Actually, yeah. um, I wanted um Tristan Wirfs is the offensive tackle that the um Buccaneers drafted first. I believe I want to say number twelve or thirteen. But Tristan Wirfs is a goddamn physical specimen. The guy is three hundred twenty pounds, six foot six. 320, he runs a 4.7 at, at, at 320 pounds. 320? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's power cleaning and snatching 400 pounds. Bro, he's, he's, he's a damn beast. I wanted him for the football giants, but you know, (laughs) we, we took offensive tackle too. I was, I want, I wanted, um, Isaiah Simmons, but, um, we took offensive tackle. But anyway, um, Mike Evans might just be the best receiver Tom Brady ever had. That's not named uh, Randy Moss to be. That's not fair. out there in his career, right? Yeah, because <laughs> uh. you know we, we know Tom Brady. He takes receivers and makes them look good. He's he's done it with um uh little guys <laughs> before and um Dion Branch uh few others and yeah. um 
Mike Evans is 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 a is a beast. So he they got him. They got the tight end. They have um uh, well Gronk obviously. They have another tight end too. I forget his name. But um yeah, they're gonna be good, man. I can't wait. They got a running back too. That's pretty good. So and then they're building on their defense. They're gonna be solid. I still think the Saints are gonna win the division for some reason though. Uh, they still pretty versus still got the same damn team, don't they? Chemistry is everything. I think people really fail to realize that chemistry is everything. Right. Chemistry, yeah, every, everybody chemistry is a lot. Chemistry is a chemistry lot. Chemistry is a lot, but I'm pretty sure those boys in Tampa Bay are really happy to be playing with with um, Gronk and Brady and Tom, more than Jameis. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, so they're they're going to put that 30, excitement. 30. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that excitement is going to take precedent. And they're gonna try to do what they can to make it work. Now, will it work? I don't know. That's a good question. That's what I lead it to you. Like, how do, how do you feel about all of that anyway? I think what it what it shows is that Bill, Belichick was the problem for Brady and uh, Gronk. I feel that's why um, Homeboy decided to come back. Now, do I think that they have a solid chance to make a decent run? Yes. Do I think that they're going to most likely make the playoffs in the wild card position? Perhaps. But I think that this is nothing but a good start for Tampa Bay. I think that this season is going to be working out the kinks. But next season, I think they'll be a force to reckon with if they can stay healthy. Got you. Matt, your yeah. thoughts? Um, I think. Honestly, it just, it, like Tavis said, it kind of exposes the whole Patriots way and Bill Belichick thing. Gronk is a party guy, you know, and for him to come out of retirement, quote unquote, to join this this Tampa no, Bay Buccaneers team. No, I mean the, <laughs> that that nigga, I mean, that nigga with the twenty fourth is the twenty fourth ever champion. That nigga planned on saying retired. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think that was a real spur in the moment type of thing. But then it kind of goes into his favor because Tampa Bay is in Florida. When it's the performance center, you know what I'm saying? It still plays into that whole Gronk character. So it's like it, it works for him. He's able to live his life and do all the things that he, you know, he, he, he sets out to be. Will it hinder his, his performance on the field? I highly doubt it because Gronk is still a monster. No, no, no ifs, ands, buts about it. The man is a monster. Nigga, hands is like a fucking. He can he he can palm the world if he wanted to. That's how big the nigga hands is. He's fucking he he's drunk. So you you give him the familiar uh, the familiarity with Tom Brady and and you know what which is a quarterback he trusts and he's been successful with. It's gonna that that tandem is dangerous. No matter how you shape it, no matter where you put it, it's dangerous. Granted. We've been talking about Tom Brady and how is he going to favor outside of this Bill Belichick system. At the end of the day, he's still one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So I mean, you give him a you give him a player that he trusts and that he could put the ball in his hands and he knows is going to is going to do damage. And like Larry says, he got one of the best receivers in the league right now. I, I don't. I, I'm not going to sleep on that Tampa Bay team. I'm. I'm really interested to see where it's going to go because, again, you're putting these two stars who really did damage in Bill Belichick's system, and you're putting them – and you're taking them to Florida. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
you, you, I, I can have my opinions about it and say, I don't think Tom Brady's going to do great without Bill Belichick, but I still think he's going to do good, really good. But I don't think he's going to like tap out in the season. I really do think that they're going to, they're going to do pretty good and, and, and get Tampa Bay to the playoffs. I don't think that they're going to get past Drew Brees and the Saints. Like I think Larry said it, or it might have been Tavia. I'm not too sure. It was Larry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's, I'm, yeah. It's, it's still it's still up in the air. Again, they're 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 a, a successful tandem, but they're in a whole new system right. with a whole new team. So it's like, like I said, chemistry is everything, and that Saints team has chemistry. So we'll see. I mean. That's my opinion on it. But you know what, too? It's like, yeah, Tom, we met, we say Tom Brady is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? We say yeah. that because of the system that he's played in as well. So it's mm-hmm. hard to always determine if somebody's the greatest of all time if they haven't been tested in different, under different coaches, under different seasons, under different teams. He but I think that's partially the reason why he left um, New England in the first place. Because I think he's aware that everybody's saying that. Like, I don't think he gives a damn what anybody's saying. I don't mm-hmm. think he cares. I really don't. I think that but, the all good things come to an end. I think also the team is like there has to be a deeper story to that. And I don't think it's, it's public opinion. I think it's more like, hey, you know, my time is kind of – you saw that there was fractures in the relationship over the past couple of seasons. It was – blatantly obvious you get what i'm saying and the patriots have a really weird reputation in the league they're known as one of the like the toughest teams to play for so you want to see how he does without that pressure i mean i agree but then again this is what this is why i asked that question again because we're all athletes we've all played we've all played a sport one another i know what type of player that i was and you can say public opinion doesn't matter but i played in the streets and one of the main things that i wanted to be known as is yo don't get in front of that that don't get in front of matt because matt's gonna do this 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 and that and he's gonna take you that's one or don't 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 like talk shit because he talks shit back and he backs it up type shit you know what i'm saying i'm pretty sure Dre's the same way Dre's more of a silent killer larry's a shit talker i already know it that's why i never want to get on the field with this motherfucker i know he's a shit talker I'm actually not. You're not a shit talker? What? Larry, Larry's, not, 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 not Larry's not a shit talker. For sure. I, I find that uh, hard to believe. I feel like if somebody ever said that they was going to run on your ass, I felt like he was going to You know what Larry's going to do? Larry's going to laugh and smile and then and then take him out. Oh, well, like, I mean, if somebody's talking shit to me first, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, naturally I'm not a shit talker, bro. I'm more right. of a, like I take you, I rock you, I tackle you, and I help you up. I'm I'm like the most like sportsman motherfucker ever, bro. Like surprisingly, <laughs> people think I'm like a heel, but I'm like one of the most baby face motherfuckers on the field, bro. <laughs> I'm a complete that asshole. That shit depends <laughs> depends on how you play, bro. Like, if you play like a if, if you play like a bitch and complain to the ref the whole game. Then, then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna treat you like a bitch the whole game. Oh yeah, absolutely. The but entire you, game. But uh, you know what? Brady really has nothing left to prove. No, he doesn't. No, he he doesn't. really but, doesn't. All right. But again, he doesn't have nothing to prove. But again, he's also an athlete. He's a competitor too. Uh, you can't tell me no that he doesn't hear the whispers of 
he's uh he's he's beneficiary he's benefiting from that system. People and don't really talk about that like that though. Who? People no 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 no. Everybody, people, to, people were talking about it more last year than than well, they yeah, probably were. At the end of the day, when you look at those NFL pre shows, when you look at the the damn halftime. They, what do they? All they talk about is the man they call Brady. They ride Brady to the 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 cows come home. You don't hear all oh, the Belichick system. You don't hear none of that. All I've heard for the past about thirteen years has been Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the greatest. Tom Brady's this. He cured cancer. He did this. You get what I'm saying? Like, so he really has nothing left to prove. Everybody also knows that the Patriots is one of the most hated franchises in the freaking country. Besides the Cowboys, it's the Patriots. Yep. But um, uh, I feel I, like I feel like he wants to like add on to his legacy and get rid of that stigma that Bill Belichick is the reason why he's as he good as win, he is. He ain't winning no more rings though. You you I also have to you also have to take into account like like a Scottie Pippen in a way. Uh, Brady's been underpaid. Is people in the league yes. who, who was making more money than Wasn't Brady. him. And, yes. And, and, and Brady was during the times when Brady was just winning, 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 bro. Like, so... And again, this time, Brady took pay cuts, too. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Just to, to keep get, teams together, just to get people right. there. Brady's not a dick. People think he's, oh, he's, you know, the evil empire and all that other shit. Brady, no. Nope. Times nope. he would, like, take pay cuts just to get teams together, just to, you know, keep teams and shit like that so right yeah i just feel like he it's more of a reflection of the towering relationship between him and belichick i think that's what i think that's what it all boils down to i think that after a while there was no more chemistry you didn't even see them really interact with each other much you get what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. the relationship with your coach is super important exactly and he doesn't and he didn't need to he didn't need to to be under that that thumb anymore, and I really don't think that he has anything left to prove. He is one of he is one of the best that I that I've ever seen. But he gets a lot of credit for for doing above average work. Because mm-hmm. he's in that system. And we don't even know if the Belichick system works without Brady either. Right, as him as a head coach, right. and him as a head coach. One hundred percent. It's not. It's, it comes with the whole Jordan Phil Jackson argument. You know, yeah. Phil Jackson is the greatest, the greatest coach of all time, or one of them, because he was able to win different championships with different teams. Jordan never won his championships without Phil Jackson. You get what I'm saying? Like, now I don't see Belichick winning another championship without Brady, and I don't see Brady winning another championship without Belichick either. So what do we say? They need each other. They need each other. That's what we see. I don't see them winning another championship, bro. Tampa Bay is definitely not winning a championship this year. No matter how much the Tampa Bay fans who came out of nowhere want to fucking believe it, it's not happening this year. Um, And I don't see uh, Bell. I actually think, yo, hear me out here. I -hmm. think the Patriots somehow, some way are going to get Trevor Lawrence next year, bro. They're either going to tank for him. Or they're gonna work out some deal where they can get him in the next year's draft because they had a lot of like draft picks they hold for ransom that they trade away and shit like that. They're gonna wind up getting Trevor Lawrence next year, I guarantee. You. Right now they got Brian Hoyer as 
Right now, as we speak, Brian Hoyer is their starting it's quarterback. Starting quarterback. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which is, which is why they, I, that, what you're saying makes sense because they could have scooped up, they could have scooped the, uh, up any of these free agent Even Cam Newton. Right. They could have got Cam Newton. Yeah. They probably think, still might try to get him. That's no. true. We they might get him on time. a year. They might get him on a year deal. But I also it, think, yeah, that. Because if you think about, like I said, if they're working to try to get Trevor Lawrence, they're not going to sign Cam Cam Newton or any quarterback to a long term deal because if that's what they're looking at, they they want him to to be the future. They want him to be the next Brady of of, of the Patriots. So. Right, but also let's let's be real too. Tom Brady was a little bit forced out of the fucking Patriots too. Why you yeah. that? He was. They made. They told him after the, I guess it was what the 2018 season that he wasn't gonna really he wasn't gonna have the franchise tag anymore. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for they were looking for options. You saw what happened when they had Garoppolo as the number two. They were looking to build a team around Garoppolo, and then talk about Garoppolo. Yeah, Garoppolo. That's how it's supposed <laughs> to be said. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it the, the 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 worldly way. Worldly <laughs> And he was almost, and Brady was almost going to walk out of the training camp in 2019. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but speaking of quarterbacks going out, we know one is out of New England, uh, New England, but will there be one going out of, um, Green Bay? Yeah. So, um, the Packers, who did they draft, Larry? Or, or any, anyone Jordan, of you Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, my thing is this, bro. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. My bad. So they drafted Jordan Love, uh, with uh-huh. uh, Aaron Rodgers being they thirty-seven years old. They should have got Jalen Hurts. They should have got Jalen Hurts. Um, but anyway, go but ahead. with um, with that being said, with uh, and also from what I heard from the draft, like they were fucking celebrating, like like. It was 1999 in there, bro, when they got um, Jordan Love. So, how do you think this is going to go? We 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 discussed if we think that Aaron Rodgers is overrated. I think we all came to the consensus that he he, he is a little bit. But when it comes to um, this, do you see him? Do you see Aaron Rodgers treating Jordan Love the same way Brett Favre treated him, or do you see? Aaron Rodgers actually helping love. I think he's uh, gonna help. Go ahead. Yeah, you go. You go ahead. Yeah, I think he's gonna help. I think he's gonna help on his way out the door. Mm. Um, I, I think <laughs> that he's. I heard um, reports that he was furious about it. He wasn't happy about it. But you know, how many years has he been in the league now? About what, ten and eleven seasons now? They have to start going preparing on for the future. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Well. I mean, what the hell was – I mean – He was drafted number 22, 22 overall in the 2005 draft. So oh, now man, no. Come forever. on, man. Come on, man. I mean, my, that's my what I'm thinking. Way out the door. My gonna, thing yeah. was – sorry, Tavia. No, Go ahead. Do you I, I'm sorry. No, do you think? I was done. Oh, you was done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My thing is this, bro. First off, you were saying they were celebrating – when Jordan Love got yeah. kicked, it wasn't yeah. Packers fans that were celebrating. It was Jordan yeah. Love and his family. <laughs> <laughs> Packers fans hated the pick. 
first shit, of all, no, I'm not talking. I'm like, not even talking about Packard fans. I'm talking about the people who drafted. Him. <laughs> I'm oh, talking yeah, about that. Yeah, and management let, was was let me celebrating. Say management <laughs> and Jordan Love's family were probably the only two. Um, <laughs> the only two groups of people that were celebrating <laughs> in America. Packers fans wanted help for Aaron Rodgers. They wanted a receiver. They wanted a running back. They, right. they, they especially wanted a receiver. I mean, my thing is this, man. Like, and I think I left a post too about it. Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna play forever. The motherfucker's thirty-seven years old. A lot of teams wait till a quarterback retires and then panic shops for some snot-nosed kid coming out of college and and throws <laughs> shit to the wall and hopes that it sticks. That's not the Packer way, bro. The Packer way is, fuck, well, you only got two or three years left. Let's get a guy who's going to be a future and mold him after you. Have him sit behind you and, and learn. That's what Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre, even though, you know, whether Brett Favre wanted to help him or not. I mean, <laughs> it's not up to Brett Favre. It's up to the fucking management. It's up to coaches. It's up to the system. So the coach way. He should feel built- offended, though. He should feel offended, though. He should, but he should feel offended, though. There's other pieces that he needs. There's other pieces that there's other pieces that were needed before getting another quarterback. I'm not saying he really. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't feel offended. At the, uh, I mean, if he's offended because oh. Well, I'm your quarterback for the next 15 years. What the fuck you mean you're looking for the future? Then shut up. You're being dumb. Yeah, but, if nah. you're offended, <laughs> but if you're offended because, yo, bro, I need a receiver. I need a tight end. I need a running back. Or you're upset at that. That's more understandable. I mean, I but. I think that's where it is. I think that's yeah. where the, the anger was. I, I think well, that. No. Y'all want to know an interesting stat? I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, they, that's. They just um, when was. Um, when was um what's the name Rodgers drafted? Oh five. Yeah. The Packers have not drafted an offensive player in the first round. Um, an offensive like 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 offensive specialist like a receiver, a tight end, a running back. Yeah, a running back. They have not um drafted one of those in the first round ever since um since Aaron Rodgers. Since Aaron Rodgers. That's, the, yeah, the, that's last, insane, the last bro. offensive player that they drafted was was Love. Well, yeah, and this is the next one after Aaron right in the first round. They've been drafting <laughs> defense, and they they've, mm-hmm. they've been getting their offensive players through free agency, through trades, you know, things like that, through um uh pickups on a, the uh, waiver and shit. They that's how they've been yeah. doing it. And that, if Aaron Rodgers is upset at that, then I give him that. Okay, you you got that, you know, but. As far as, oh, fuck, what are we doing looking for a quarterback? We have Aaron Rodgers. Bro, he only got a good solid two or three years left, man. Four years at the most. Five years is pushing it. Not everybody is, you know, Tom Brady and don't get hit or whatever. And Even Tom Brady, he may say he wants to play to 50, but Father Time always has the last laugh. You know what I'm saying? So, Father like, Time already had the last laugh in Tom Brady. Yeah, he exactly. No, he didn't. Them, them two had a drink together, he's, and then Father Tom lost the bet. Tom Brady. Father Tom lost that bet with Father. I think Tom Brady looks better these last few years than he did earlier in his career, to be honest with you. But Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I don't see him finishing out his career as a Packer. 
Aaron Rodgers looked the same as he did when he came in, bro. The dude's Except, nice. And, yeah, he's nice. Right. He's nice. But he's not, like, you know, he's been there for about, what, 15 years now, and they only won one ring. That's not, what I'm saying, man. Not an all-decade quarterback like we were discussing, but. <laughs> I don't think he is either. We, we we discussed that two weeks ago, two episodes ago. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he's not, man. It's and Tom I Brady like and Robert Brees. Yeah, and I like Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, so I like Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I like him. I think he's good. As, he's a he's a clutch QB. You know what I'm saying? But when I put him all decade, hell no. No. Mm-mm. Should they start planning for a succession? Yes, they should. But, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's a tasteful way to do things, and I understand that it's a business. You get what I'm saying? So like, you have to have get the right mind. pieces. So who should you have in mind? For who? I mean, the, 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 the replacement. Lost? Long story short, nobody expected a quarterback in the first round that the Packers were going to do. Maybe second or third. I thought second. Yeah, I I thought later on in the draft, like, they might find a steal in, like, the fifth or sixth round. These niggas said, nope, first round. Now, Carson Wentz. (laughs) Now, the the, the Eagles kind of crapped on Carson Wentz, though. Yeah. By, by drafting, by drafting the talent, the quarterback, and, the, and whatever round they drafted him, well, they no, shit on him. In a way, <laughs> I mean, I granted Carson is injury prone, but he is like their hundred million dollar man. It, that's showing you that you have no faith that this man is going to see two or three years with you. And why should I they? mean? They didn't even. Yeah, that's true. They didn't win their ring with him. Exactly. Oh, and I, I kept they, saying they, they got rid they of the wrong quarterback. They got rid of the wrong court. I tell Eagles fans this all the time, and they 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 deny it, and they go eat horse shit when they're done with me. But um, <laughs> done talking to me, I tell them all the time: you guys got rid of the wrong quarterback. You should have kept Nick Foles. Crazy thing is, some of them know. Some of them know. They know. A lot yeah, of them know. They, but they, but but the ones that act like they don't know, they're in denial, and they they're on this fucking Homer shit. Where, oh, no, whatever the front office does, we have to show, we have to stand by it. Fuck, I'm a Knicks fan, bro. You ain't got to do that shit, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So fucking Eagles fans, oh, nah, we're good, we're good. Bro, Carson Wentz hasn't made it through a fucking season, a full season yet, okay? And you guys were shaky, your Super Bowl year, you were shaky, and then Nick Foles comes and he carries you to a Super Bowl, and then you get rid of him. And then he starts off pretty good in Jacksonville last year, and he got hurt. His I first time ever getting hurt. Yeah. yeah, he was in Jack because he got hurt. But that's so bad. Man, that's yeah, his he first was first time getting hurt. Yeah, last year. Bro, he, he made Jacksonville. Yeah, I like Jacksonville. I, I yeah. like Jacksonville. It just I, I only like. liked them a little bit because of Tom Coughlin. Yeah, no, I, no, I didn't like. I didn't like them because of Tom Coughlin. I just like the team. I said me. <laughs> I like the team around I him. Like him. Them. He traded Ramsey. Uh, um, Ramsey or let Ramsey go. But you know, they, they the, gave uh, this man a hundred and thirty million dollar contract, Carson Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. He's injury prone as hell. They got this new guy. I just, I just feel like they're showing Carson that they're not fully invested, rightfully so. But like, damn. Yeah, yeah, damn is right because you just drafted. You know, you literally just drafted like like a, another. Soon to be franchise quarterback. Yeah, basically. This is supposed to be a franchise. So now you got two people fighting for the job. All the the wind got to blow too hard. If the wind blows too hard, then 
once once it's done, so pretty much the starting quarterback the next year is Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they, they're they're right. averaging. I think they're looking at Carson's going to get injured in week five or six, and his kid's going to have to take the field. Right, week three. <laughs> Hold on, week three preseason. Giving them week. too much credit. Preseason, giving them way too credit. That's crazy. But uh, let's move on a little bit to a little bit of wrestling. Yes. Uh, so it's really not much to talk about, but um, Matt, you said you wanted to touch on AEW a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of y'all been keeping contact with, with AEW, I, I, but I like what they've been doing, you know, with this Jericho. Jericho on commentary. Oh, and, gold. Um, it's yeah, so it's such amazing. good shit, bro. Fucking yeah, commentary. He is so amazing. Like, how are you? How are you burying and putting over the top? That's the same thing. This is crazy. Right. You bury them and bring them back shit. to life. Better. I literally like, said the same shit. Like everybody else that's going against you know the inner circle. He does that shit all. He's like, oh fuck him. But then in the same breath, it's a it's a it's a praise putting them over, bro. I love it. Like, I, I, I like if Jericho was there, we'd be like, you know what? I'm, I, I, I filled up my bump card. I'm done. I hope he decides to go with commentary. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he's, he's breathing going. life into that commentary booth because I've kind of been shitting on it low key, their commentary booth, because I felt like it's just out of date. Oh, yeah. Know, with JR I don't, there. I don't, I don't like Jim Ross on, on commentary there. Because he, he'd be low key, like, shitting on the talent too. So, and for clarity, this is not saying Jr. is trash because he's not. Oh, he's a not. fucking legend, he's but I just don't feel like he's the fit that AEW needs. I think he's just the star power that you know makes them relevant. And I'm gonna tell that's you what, it. Bro, bro. I don't I'm feel like he. Huh? No, go ahead. Bye, bye. So I mean, I, I don't. I just love Jericho on the on on the commentary, just like I like. I like Cody on commentary. I love anytime Cody touches a fucking mic. I love it. Like I think he yeah. cut a promo in the beginning of the show, and it's like he's putting over this tournament for this T this TNT title, and it's like I'm invested. As soon as I hear him talk, and it's like he's putting over everybody. Your Darby Islands of the world. Your your, your Sammy Guevara's of the world. Lance Archer, all of them. He's putting them all over and showing how justifiable and and how fitting they are to winning that title. That it's put in jeopardy, but he also puts in fact that he needs this title because then he's just floating in the wind and he doesn't know where he fits in with this AEW bubble other than being, you know, the the the, the the administration, because he's in the office. Like, it, it's just, I love what they're doing with it. Granted, you'll hear, you, you know, your, your, you know, your people that are against AEW that will bury it and say, like, well, it's still just WWE talent that's, you know, in the, in, in the spotlight and, and eating up all the storylines. And, you know, they have a point, but at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're putting over this new talent that is there. Like your Sammy Guevara, who's looking fucking amazing. Granny, he took an L to Darby Allen, but you can't deny how good Darby Allen's been looking. I you know feel like man? the internet community shits on WWE more than they shit on AEW. I yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, uh, yeah. 
a man, man. So say that's yeah. not true, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, if WWE breathed the wrong way, uh huh. Oh, damn it! Like they, like it's so much. Like I said, AEW is not perfect. It's far from perfect. It's, it's a lot of times. It's a lot of times where I'll, I'll cut. It's a few times. Now nah, I'm, I'm gonna say a lot of times. It's a few times where I'll just cut it on and be like, all right, enough. Uh, and then yeah. with NXT, I know what I'm gonna get out of NXT, which is why I don't watch NXT often. I know exactly what I'm gonna get out of NXT because NXT is gonna be a good show almost every week. Uh, yeah. Regardless, um, what people were. Yeah. Yo, as far as JR goes, though, and, am I the only one that um picked up? Because I, I low-key picked up. It's like he, he lost passion once his wife died, yo. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. it's like I mean, once his wife died, that was it. He lost passion for the sport. He's just there. He's just existing. Part of me feels know? like he feels guilty for the fact that his wife is gone. And it's like, I mean, I get it. He probably won't speak about it. Cause, I mean, I, I listen to his podcast and you hear him, you know, speak on his wife a lot. And sometimes I hear a little bit of regret in his, in, in his, you know, in his tone because it's like he's dedicated his whole life to this business. And then you have your fans who shit on him sometimes. And, and it's like, I could have been spending all this time with my kids and my wife and she's gone mm-hmm. now. This is all that I have. And it's like, was it all worth it? You know, I feel that for him sometimes, you know, and it, I, like mm-hmm. I said, when I say my critique on JR in the commentary booth, it's not saying that JR is a bad commentator because he's not. He's 100% goat. to me in my heart, the GOAT. But yes, is he a fit for AEW? I don't, I don't necessarily feel that. Just like when he did, um, Wrestle Kingdom with, um, Matt Stryker, I didn't feel like he was a fit for that either. So right. I mean, like, yeah. that's so is the problem him or is the problem content? Content. I think it's content. Because content. Content. JR is yeah, a storyteller. He's like the the soundtrack to the story that's being told, you know? Yeah. So it's like in, yeah. in AEW, is not that much stories being told. It's just really good matches. Not, yeah, of course not yet, but it's just really good matches. So it's like I also think that, I think with that, when saying that, like in terms of it being being content, it's also when Jr. came back to commentary for a while, he wasn't really doing his homework on a lot of stuff too, and you can hear it when 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 right. he was speaking sometimes. So you know, part of that again, part of that is on Jr. too, learning the product again after yeah. taking some time away because there's times where you know they'll do stuff and. He'll low key like not even low key, real high key shit on it on something they didn't do, and it was like, oh okay, Jr. Not it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Sorry, my nigga, he didn't lit, um, hook the lay for the cover. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like it, it'll be a few times where I'm like, bro, it's it's okay that he didn't do that. Like, Maybe. Maybe his calling in AEW should be in the back as like a producer and like help them as far as, you know, transitioning from being on the independence to being now on TV and having to learn the WWE way of wrestling in a sense. Cause they have to learn that, but just tweak it into their own setting, you know, their own system. Cause a lot of them, 
a lot of the, and and this is why people shit on AEW in a sense and say like, oh, they're using WWE talent, but the WWE well, talent. Shitting? Nobody's shitting on AEW. No, nobody. Let me say something. When you look online, people shit on WWE way more than AEW. And, and I'm not people are giving AEW. People are giving AEW a chance to grow. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that this pandemic happened at you know while they're gaining momentum. So it's hard to get crowd reaction to what's yeah. going on when you don't have a crowd there. You get what I'm saying? I think that it's still growing pains. And I think that JR has these growing pains too. Because this is this is something you don't want to be too much like your character in mm-hmm. WWE. You have to freshen it up a little bit. And it's hard when you trying to do it. Who somebody burped? That was oh, me, sorry. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. No <laughs> yeah, everybody about to die because somebody don't want to say <laughs> But um it's growing pains. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not but I'm not saying that nobody shits on WWE. Of course they shit on WWE. They're they're the machine at the end of the day. They're gonna always and forever be the heels because there's no more WCW to compete with them. So I'm not saying that they're not, you know, that there's a, a difference between the shitting on. I'm just saying people do shit on AEW too because they're not as good as they're not as, you know, out there and, and, and professional as WWE is because they're not. It's not a polished, it's not a polished product. That's what they're exactly. Yeah. Not a, it's and not, he it's, should it's be not a little bit more polished before coming on TV though. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Chris Jericho's putting on the best work that he, He's done in years. So is yeah. Matt Hardy. So is Matt Hardy. I, don't, I, I can't say yeah. Matt Hardy right now because, like I said, Matt Hardy's been in, in purgatory for the past year. So so I can't say Matt Hardy right now. Matt can't Hardy's say doing either. Matt Hardy's been doing whatever Matt Hardy's been doing. Like, like Matt, this is Matt Hardy in TNA. So I'm not even surprised what, what Matt is doing now. This, this is normal shit. Matt is not doing anything outside of the box. Like, but like I said, your Jericho's, um, Moxley is, uh, I think, I'm not saying he's not underperforming, but, um, he, him and his match with Jake Hager the other week was pretty good too. Yeah. So, like, and, like. It's like, but I just don't, I think that is really hard because people, it's hard to say that people watch wrestling for matches more than storylines <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's staged. Right. Like, if you don't have storylines really carrying your product, to me, it's going to fall flat. And that's where AEW falls flat for me. Yeah. I, I, like, when I, I, you know, I'm not really into the the weekly watching and stuff like that. But when I do tune into it, I'm just like, unless Jericho's on commentary, and that's a name that I know, I'm just like, all right. What's the name? Oh, Okay. It, and, it doesn't, and that, it, it's not there yet. Right. And that's how most casual fans of AEW. I'm going to be a casual. Too. All right. I'm Kids, a casual fan. fans of AEW. Okay. Not, 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 you, we know you're not a casual fan. We know you were at WrestleMania 1. I, I know where you're, you're <laughs> Oh, you trying to, oh, you trying to play me. No, <laughs> no, my nigga, you said you was at WrestleMania 1. Like, right. <laughs> like, like, see, look, look. See, I, I, I let the fact get in the way of a good story. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. I hate the I hate the casual fan. I hate. I feel casual fan is so 
disrespectful in any, yeah. good, in any sense of the way. I hate that term. And I hate that the, the wrestling Twitter or the wrestling online community made it into a thing. People think just because you tweet or you post a whole bunch of shit on Facebook and you and you go thirsty for New Japan and all stuff like that, like you're just a better fan than somebody who may not have the time or you're not just producing creative enough content for me to want to be engaged. Right. I'm sorry. That doesn't make I'm me right. casual. That means you got to step your game up. No, that yeah. just, they just mean that you're, they're smarter than you. That's the, no, you don't and, know what's going on. And they're not. Because at, the at the end of the day, somebody can have an affinity for something and not watch it as often. Maybe because they don't have the time to. Maybe they have other responsibilities. But th- th- that whole casual, I hope we, we go in depth about this one day. Because that, that term, casuals, well, people who just watch one product, doesn't, like, I just watch the NBA. That doesn't make me any less of a basketball fan than anybody else, just because I don't know everybody's name in the Division One conference. Right. That means you have nothing else better to do with your time. I hate that wrestling fans are like that, that they, that they have this sense of entitlement like they're smarter than you because they they're aware of the MLWs, the ROHs, the NJPW. Yeah, I hate that. That's, I hate that's mostly why I hate wrestling fans. If I, if you had to, t- you know, I hate wrestling fans. If you had to tell me, pick the number one reason why you hate wrestling fans. It's that entitlement shit. Like, okay, well, you're not a real fan unless. You're not a real fan if you don't, you right. know, like this whole like. Or you don't know what you're how? talking about if you don't know where, where where these athletes came from. Like if you get, uh-huh. like right. I remember when Paul Anderson and Luke Gallows came into the WWE, and a lot of the NJPW fans was like, "Oh, y'all don't y'all now knowing about Bullet Club and all that other shit." Like who the fuck cares? Bullet Club, so, Bullet yeah. Club is, so is a rip off WO, bro. It's but the rip off of end up going to play. Can people do people that forget that? Was your first that, time? Yeah. Just because that was your first time watching it doesn't make you any less of a fan. So what if you don't watch news? Uh-huh. That's and like what does what what I shit don't make you eat? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I don't know that. And, I, and I used to experience that. I used to experience yeah. that a lot All online. The time. It's just like like put to right. It's just like okay. At the end of the day. Y'all can stalk these people all y'all want. They still not gonna answer you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They still not gonna stop for your stupid pictures at the airport. You get what I'm saying? Like they, they're still human beings like we are. The thing is, just because you 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 run a, a website or run a a fan group doesn't mean that you're the ultimate fan. Because at the end of the day, what does it mean? We're all if I contribute the same amount of it means nothing. If if I watch the show and you watch the show, that's just two more ratings for the show. It doesn't mean if. Doesn't matter if I watch it on Monday. You watch it all day of the week, every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole book of how to be a, a real wrestling fan—that's what I hate, bro. Oh, you like Roman Reigns? Oh, you're not a real fan. I, one of my homegirls told me one time she was, and she's been watching wrestling since 1989. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She said she went to a fucking live event. She's wearing a Roman shirt because she's a Roman fan, but she's been watching yeah. wrestling. A WWF. WCW, ECW, she was a huge fan back in the day, still mm-hmm. follows it now, wearing a Roman shirt. Some fucking probably nerdy virgin motherfucker came up to her and was like, oh, you like Roman Reigns? 
oh, give me a call when you learn some real wrestling. That, that's like, happened to me. Yeah, and that's why I hate wrestling fans. I'm like, yo, bro, she could probably fucking teach you about. I wasn't there because if I was there, I probably would have punched him in his face and made him a fucking vegetable because I hate fans like that. But she could probably fucking teach you a little something about wrestling, bro. Shut the fuck up, bro. I gotta bro, hate wrestling fans, bro. Let me tell you something. I went to, I think, WrestleMania either 31 or 32. One of the WrestleManias I went to, I was wearing a Roman Reigns shirt, right? Yeah. And somebody called me a whole bitch, a black bitch, because of it. What? Yes. Damn, yes. why wasn't I Why wasn't yeah, I that? Me and These my sister the was going to rock. It was bitch, bad. Bro. Yeah, me and, no. What, he was like two rows down from me, and I left over to, to fight this guy. You know what I'm saying? The other guys in the crowd, I was like, yo, how are you going to call her a bitch? I was like, your mama's a bitch. Like, your whole family's a bitch. It's That's like over wrestling. So it's over wrestling. Y'all motherfuckers is acting like this is fucking soccer, bro. <laughs> like fucking Manchester and real Madrid and shit. That's how those fans react. Y'all doing this shit over fucking Roman Reigns and cause you like Daniel Bryan, you feel like Daniel Bryan should have got a push. So now you don't like Roman Reigns, which is fine. I don't care if you don't like Roman Reigns, but now you want to fucking take the hate to his fans. Oh, fuck Roman Reigns. And you know what? Fuck you, too, because you like him. I will beat the piss out of you right now. Yeah. <laughs> they, be like, they be like, oh, I hate Roman, but I love Joe. Like that's, Arguments like that really just drive me crazy. That's but why I try it, to kind of fall it's back. Like, but see, they don't because they made that fucking Twitter page of, oh, Roman Reigns' daughter must get raped and die. Yeah. Or fuck what? When, when, yes. when, yeah, yeah, somebody bro. said that on Twitter. Yeah, somebody was wilding out. Yeah, then, then when Rosie died, they was like, oh, well, oh, the wrong brother died. the wrong brother. The yeah, wrong brother died. But too. then y'all say, y'all say, oh, no, we just keep it to storyline. We only hate Roman. We don't hate the real man. But then y'all do shit like, y'all say shit like that. So y'all full of shit, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, yo, leave me, lock me in the octagon with, like, the, 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 the average fucking nerdy fucking indie mark. I will beat the hell out of him to death, bro. God, I can't stand wrestling fans. Go ahead, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I have no comment who I would put in the cage with you, but it's a whole different episode. But Yeah, but um, you know, that's why the, the casual fan remarks kind of draws no. ire with me because I'm just like, all right, look, I may not be the person that watches this or watches that. I may not watch WWE that often. You get what I'm saying? I, but I still know my shit. Yeah, no, right? I think... So in the in in saying someone casually watches it, you have people who watch it all the damn time. There's some people who catching the spots. That's how I mean by casual. Not so much. Um, no, I didn't know. take it offensively by you. I don't yeah. take it offensively by you. But there's been times like even on certain you know groups that people be like, oh well, what do you know? I'm like, look, I look at things as the yeah. cultural the cultural impact. You know, the time that this was happening. And then just because I've been watching longer doesn't mean that you're any less of a fan than me. I may have been watching longer, but you guys watch it more. Right. You know, that's why when you say, like, oh, you know, the Dino Bravo thing, I remember Dino Bravo, so I'm going to watch it. That doesn't mean that I'm, I may not know who who, Juan Guevara or whatever his name Mm -hmm. is, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I may not know who he is. (laughs) 
but I know who, you know what I'm saying, I know who certain people are. That shows your inability to interact with all your audiences. Yeah, that that whole, oh, you have to know this to be a real, I know people, I've heard of people, I've seen people who won't even talk to you or will just like, they'll be, they'll start off with, as friends with you. And then when you like show that, oh, well, I don't really know too much about the Indies or ROH or I just watch WWE. Larry? Like, oh, you're, well, you're not yeah. worth talking to. And then like making fun of the motherfucker. I'm like, Larry. Larry? In any event. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, your whole point just got missed because you went out twice, <laughs> No. What I was saying was you hear me now? Yeah. You hear me now? What yeah, I was yeah. saying was I I I know I can't hear Larry. Y'all hear me? It's it's and going in and out. Yeah, going in and out like a robot <laughs> every time. Where are you at? Are you bro? walking around? Y'all hear me now? No, I'm yeah, just we... in the house. I'm actually in front of the window now. Oh, okay. Y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. No, what I was saying was I actually know people like wrestling fans who will start off as friends with somebody and then like start like you know con- conversing with them about wrestling and then find out oh you only like WWE oh you don't like you don't know much about ROH or fucking Indies or New Japan and they'll actually start mistreating that person or start treating that person differently on like a personal level and I'm like god why because he just doesn't know as much wrestling as you like that that makes him less of a person what the fuck right you know, like, it's hard it. not to have it's hard not to have any type of knowledge of WWE because they're across different touch points. They have reality TV, they have this, they have that, they have that. Other promotions uh-huh. don't have that type of exposure. So that doesn't mean that you like wrestling any less. It's just like sometimes people don't want to look too deep into finding something. People don't have time like that. I'm a grown ass woman. Right. I have bills and responsibilities. Like Exactly. I can't even sit through a three-hour roll. I'm, I'm like, yo, it's shit. It's eleven. I'm going to bed. Like, I got to yeah. work. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I said, and we've always said that about like the indies and whatnot. Like, you gotta really be invested in where these people go. Like, it just sucks that the indies aren't always televised. We have to literally mm-hmm. travel in order to keep up with it. Like, I'm pretty sure people now who are not even casuals, I mean, just people that are wrestling fans don't know, like, you know, your, your big mama pumps of the world or, you know, what's um what's her name? Uh, fucking champion over there in Impact. I forgot her fucking name. Tessa? Cause it's slipping. Yeah, Tessa. Like, I'm pretty sure people don't know Tessa. And Tessa was in WWE. She didn't yeah, get for, like her, she was in WWE for a, a piece of the tournament and and an uh, episode of NXT. So yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I know really that. Know that. Saying, a, a lot of people are not going to know these people, and they're on Impact. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are not going to like it it, it, it. it just depends on your cup of tea when we're talking wrestling. Like a lot of people will be into mm-hmm. WWE 
because of the lights and, and, and the presentation of it. But go and try to watch Impact, and it's, Impact is not about the presentation. It's literally about just the love of wrestling, and that's the same way with AEW. AEW is just on a better cable network than Impact. You're pretty much getting, in my opinion, you're getting the same thing out of Impact and you're getting the AEW. It's just the matter right. of watching it, so where you can watch it at. But I watch um, AEW, I watch Impact. I watch WWE, too. Yeah, I favor WWE because I grew up on WWE. Mm-hmm. Well, that and that's more or less the thing too. Like it's a longevity thing. Like WWE's been around since we like forever, forever. Like yeah. since before some of our parents have been born. So like, yeah. you no, know, so before Tavy was born, and that was like probably like a year before it started up. Oh my god, <laughs> he's trying to die. He's trying no, to I'm not. It's the truth. She said she was there for us to make All right. I'm just gonna be quiet. Just gonna be quiet. Got no end, fool. <laughs> she got us on mute. She got to have us on mute. Yeah, yeah. I was on mute. Yeah, she she screamed, she she screamed the n word real quick at you, man. <laughs> you just can't hear it. You just can't hear it. But well, I agree nah, with it's, 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 Yeah, and it's a longevity thing when it comes to WWE. Like I said, it's been around forever, and most people. Except, I guess, the, the kids that are growing up now after 2000 will say that they've watched some sort of WWE. The first thing they'll say, oh, you oh you watch wrestling? Yeah, I remember Stone Cold. I remember, oh, suck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people have a – there's a place in everybody's heart for WWE. It's harder for people to accept new stuff. Like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Oh, but also, not, like, the attention span right. is not the same as it used to be. That's, the, that's no, another thing. It, it's not because people are not, they're not giving them something to be engaged in, which is why you see a lot more flippy shit than, than technical matches. Because you need pe- people who would, you're trying to catch people's attention for, but for so long. So. Right. If I see somebody doing a 450 splash off the top of a building, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, let me see this. Right. I'll be like, that nigga's stupid as fuck. Yeah. But I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens after he lands. Compared to, and this is everybody's different taste. Like, like some people won't like a a a, a Brett Owen match. Too technical oh, for him. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too much for them. Right. Um, Ray versus Eddie. They'll see that. They'll watch that a thousand times. There is some technical aspects to it, but if you talk about early Ray and Eddie. Like, there's a lot of flippy shit. The thing there is, it's like, okay, everybody has different preferences. But just because your preference is not that person's preference doesn't mean, oh, you're not a real wrestling fan. A lot of these new fans, all they want is flippy shit. They don't realize there are different types of fucking wrestling. It's powerhouse wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's brawling. It's lucha wrestling. It's technical wrestling. It's not all about 50... uh, uh, the flippy shit and, and, and Death Valley drivers and all that type of shit. Bro, it's like having oh, like, Death a, Valley oh, 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 oh. What, what's the name of it? Death, <laughs> Death Yeah, DVD. Death Valley drivers. Like, oh, this, yeah. this, this one can't wrestle. He's not a real wrestler. He can't really wrestle. I'm like, but he could, he can wrestle. He's a technical wrestler. He's a powerhouse wrestler. He can wrestle. That's like having like five point guards on your team. 
and somebody that can play center. Oh, he can't play they, real basketball. It's like cause he, 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 dog, he, he can't really, dribble because he can't dribble. Yeah, bitch, I am seven feet yeah, tall. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, this is how they be sounding. Oh, he can't do flippy shit. So yeah, he can't wrestle. He can't really wrestle because all he does is. You know, so he, he's just a powerhouse, or he's just, you know, a brawler. He can't really wrestle. It's like having five point guards, bro. Somebody, and you have a sensor. Oh, he can't really play basketball. There's a sense that's that like, gets me upset with that. If somebody, came fans, up, bro. if somebody came up to me, it was like, yeah, Undertaker's not a good wrestler. Undertaker needs to do a swan time bomb. I'm exactly. going to have to choke you. I've heard that before. I'm going to have to you. I've heard it before. Like, no, like, I've heard I'm going to have to choke you. Like, you you can't do a swan time ball. You can't. You can't do a backflip off the road. So you can't really wrestle. That's like somebody right, that's calling. Not, not really a basketball player. Oh well, yeah, he's not really a basketball player. He can't really. Right. Like, oh, he can't. He can't dunk. Fuck up. He's ass. Like, like what? Like, like not everybody's oh, gifted to do all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, he can't cross the fuck. So, you know, you don't have no handles. You can't play real basketball. This is what wrestling fans of today, like, sound like, bro. Yeah. I believe him. Get, get out of here, dog. I don't know. You started shitting everywhere. Sorry, y'all. My dog came in here. She just got a bath. Now she wouldn't be all over, but she, she shitted in my area the other day. So, I'm sure you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> got here. <laughs> Um, so as we round off this episode, uh, very good episode, very good talking points. Um, make sure you guys, um, well, let us know how you thought, um, episodes three and four of The Last Dance were. Um, we're definitely going to be talking about it. Um, we have, I have an interview coming up, um, that will drop sometime this week. Uh, my boy, uh, my boy Cliff. Overseas player, uh, real, real good dude. I've been playing with, uh, playing with him forever. Like when I was, um, playing long. And it's funny because a lot of people were just saying, oh, all you can do is look, you can jump, all you can do is jump. Bro, bro's, bro's pretty good. I, I got a couple interviews coming up. So, so, so y'all, y'all, y'all stay, everybody stay tuned. So, um, but again, very good episode, guys. Um, yeah, thank you. Yes, very good episode. Um, oh, yeah. Stay tuned to the Job Chase Network for a whole bunch of stuff. Job Chase podcast coming up. Um, cats and dogs. They have uh, following them. They have their own Facebook page now. So um, just look up cats and dogs Facebook group. There's some you really catch Larry posts. over there. You will huh? catch Larry really acting a damn fool. Yes, very, very. a damn fool on that damn page. Yeah. It's like the ghost of toxic talk is taking over him when he goes to Cats and Dogs. Oh, page. No, you know why? <laughs> because, like, toxic talk, we, everything Cats and Dogs is doing is what toxic talk was supposed to do. But, you know, shit happened and, and it, we didn't move forward. You know, we didn't get a chance to. So it's good to see, like, you know, um, Cats and Dogs is following that bl- blueprint. You know, because that's what we were going to do with Toxic Talk, the whole page and everything like that, Instagram page, Facebook page and shit. So, you know, I'm just going to post some of the same posts that I'm going to do. I was going to do there at Toxic Talk. So, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yo, shout out to Lawrence and them, though, for that. Yeah, shout out to Lawrence, Toxic, 
Um, yeah. My girlfriend Amanda, who who runs the Instagram for them. And yeah. Uh, Shout out to out. Amanda because she's really, if it, man, behind the scenes, real talk, guys, for people listening. Um, Amanda is really like the heart and soul of that podcast. She's really the backbone. <laughs> Right. Putting that that uh, podcast together, putting it over. They, it's the reason it's so over is you know you got the talent that's on there, you know Tati and and, and Lawrence is, is. But the reason it's so over is because of Amanda. So shout out to Amanda. Yeah, uh, Dre's girlfriend, Amanda. No, 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 no. I'm I'm Amanda's boyfriend. That, that, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. Stop I'm, it! I'm Amanda's Stop boyfriend. It. Don't let she has her own name. In between the good stories, <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> But um, Matt, you got another after the year coming up soon. Yeah, we supposed to record on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to do it. You don't have to. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit going on. I think, like, I think the NBA thing is kind of our bad. The, the debate thing, and the, maybe we should do one after the the episode three and four airs. That's I wanted Larry to do. I want to do last week, and you guys, no, go go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Steve <laughs> Kerr talking put me to bed, boy. I'm like, yo, oh, well, shut up. We get it. I like Scotty. Steve, I like Steve Kerr. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like Steve Kerr. Me too. Isn't he I mean, boring? Want... God damn, yo. He is boring, though. Shout out to Steve, Steve Kerr. I respect you wholeheartedly. I'm just honest. Just being honest. You want hey. that documentary was killing me. Listen, man got punched in the face by Michael Jordan. He can do whatever he wants. I can't y'all wait sit, to hear that. sit there and listen to my man's. Amazing. I can't wait to hear that story, but I'm I, I really was more intrigued with the fact that Scotty Pippen was bucking the fuck up on the on the tour bus. I mean that was lit. I'm, I wanted to hear more about I heard that. that story. I heard that story before. He was talking cash money shit in the back of that bus, like like two 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 Jerry in his face in front of him? whole team. Do you blame him? Do you blame him? No, absolutely not. So let him talk his shit. He deserved it. Come on, man. No, of course. And he carried the Bulls to the fucking playoffs without Jordan. I think that's forgotten. Yeah. No, it's definitely not. For, it's definitely not forgotten. So Jerry Cross was Cross, whatever the fuck his last name is. Well, yeah, it was forgotten to him because, again, according to him, uh, the, the coaches and the players are not the only ones who win championships. Yeah. Well, so that's, a, that's that's according to him. When I could draw the scoring damn near forty every night, but you know <laughs> that is what that's gonna be. But um, yes, yeah, so we're gonna end the episode here. Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to BK Matt. One word. No. Uh, legendary Mr. Larry Morgan, Queen Tavia. Queen Tavia. It is me, yeah. your boy, baby, and they're they starting to watch dishes mm-hmm. over here. So I gotta be out. All right. <laughs> Alright, guys. Alright, bye. Everybody, take care. Take care.